Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. Stormy Louisville, Texas. Yeah. It's Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, or you listen to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She is Ashley Pickle. Hello, Ashley Pickle. Howdy. What'd you do for dinner last night? I didn't, actually. Did you just forget to eat dinner? Yeah. I sat down and started reading pages, and I just didn't think about it. And that by that point, it was like 1130 at night, and I was like, oh, it's too late to eat now. So. You just forgot to eat dinner? Yeah, that happens. Like, I don't have children to feed. I, I live alone. I just don't. Sometimes I just go, and I don't think about it. Jeez. Yeah. It's not healthy. No, no. But, uh, <laughs> it's very not healthy. But I'll get back on track after magazine season. Sometimes I just get busy and I forget. Gotta get that crock pot going, homeboy. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's you a very know, good idea. Yeah, we did crock pot yesterday and it was... Mwah. Today is Tuesday, May 24th, 2022. It is 184 days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to... Uh, oh, I don't know. Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan turns 81. Oh, nice. Happy birthday to God, Bob 81. Dylan. Oof. Yeah. He's That's 81. Wild. Happy birthday, Bob Dylan. Um, it's episode 1392. On today's show, friends, it's Math Tuesday. We're going to talk about the uh, win- the winningest active Texas high school football coaches. Uh, and then another thing that I found super interesting. So we're going to talk about that because it kind of got a shake up with a lot of retirements over the course of the this past offseason. We'll get into that. In the back half of the show, we're going to be joined by the new head coach at the Copperas Cove Bulldogs with a W. Uh, is dogs. Coach, coach Tony Johnson. The head dog. Tony Johnson coming off of uh, uh, four years there at Dallas WT White. Did great things there, including their first back-to-back playoff appearances in more than 40 years. Uh, we will hear from Coach Johnson down there uh, in Coriel County coming up here at the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door, Schlee? We sure do. It was Rob Hadaway, Aaron Arbuckle, Terry, Coach Terry Crawford, and Ed McElroy. Welcome. And fellas, also with your butthead comment earlier, like our, our demi text doesn't say butthead. Step said, hi, it's me, butthead. I think that's a good, that's we a good did, fit. So we did check the um, the credits page of the magazine. I had everybody go and make sure their name is spelled correctly yeah. uh, in the credits. And, um, and we did have some people ask, like, can we just put anything? And I say, yes. Yeah. I don't care. That's like, like the whatever one you want page. to be credited as. Like cool, you know what I mean? Like that's 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 the one page where we have a little bit of free reign and we can do things. I mean, both my kids are in the special thanks. Yeah, as so they should like, be. You know, <laughs> do that. So anyway, 
Pickle, it's time for Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. So, this this offseason, uh, we had a shakeup in the Texas high school football coaching world. Uh, most notably, uh, that we had the uh, the winningest coach in Texas high school football history, Phil Danaher, retire. He hung him up mm-hmm. after 490 wins. 490 wins. That's insane. If he had now, you know, if he had coached for one more year, it could have been 500, which is nuts. Yeah. Uh, considering the the second place right now is Randy Allen at 434, right? So he's he's lapping the field there. Uh, but Coach Danaher retired, which means that uh, kind of the whole the whole Texas high school football landscape, as far as winning as coaches are concerned, kind of got uh, a bit of a shift. And by the way, he's he's not alone. There were other co- uh, high you know uh, other big time coaches who retired. Ross Rogers, mm-hmm. uh, who has 260 wins down there. Brian, he retired. Hal Wasson retired after. At Course Can after I believe thirty something years, uh, he retired. Uh, a lot of big time coaches, Todd Dodge, obviously with two hundred thirty three uh, wins, uh, retired, hung him up. And so, we do have a new look for the leaderboard. This has been a leaderboard that I would need to know as far as active coaches are concerned. Uh-huh. I would need to know when Coach Danaher took over the top spot. Um, I'm sure. I guess. Jim Streety was probably in first for a while, or at least actively, stuff like that. But like, which number surpassed that? Yeah, when did he surpass that? Basically, like, I guess when Coach Streety retired and he kept coaching. Mm-hmm. But in any case, it's kind of there's there. It's always been a list that starts with Coach Danaher, and then normally after that it's Coach Allen and stuff like that. Well, now we've got a new top ten, mm-hmm. a new top ten most winningest coaches, active coaches in Texas high school football. Uh, entering the 2022 season. There are three guys who are members of the 300-win club. Mm-hmm. Randy Allen, of course, is the winningest active coach, 434 wins, and counting is the only member of the 400-win club, one of three. It's him, Coach Danaher, and then uh, G.A. Moore. Uh, Denny Faith uh, at Albany at 330 wins. Uh, checks in at number two on the active list. He gets a bump up uh, with Coach Danaher retiring. Uh, and Reginald Samples, who, of course, broke the 300-win uh, barrier last year, becoming the first black coach to do that, uh, is there at 311. We are going to have some history this year, almost certainly. I have a hard time believing Dallas Christian's going to go 2-8. and eight. Right. Uh, Mike Wheeler. Mike Wheeler, the longtime coach there for the Chargers of Dallas Christian, is almost certain to reach the 300-win plateau there. He's at 297. Uh, in his illustrious career there at the private school ranks. Larry Hill at Smithson Valley is at 285. Uh, if they have a great year, yeah. he gets a 300. Uh, it, it, but he, it would take a it would take a state championship. Take, a state, take, take pretty close state championship, yeah. Uh, but uh, but Coach Hill there is at uh, th- th- 285. Tim Buchanan is at 267. I thought this was interesting. Tim Buchanan and Jason Herring have the same number of wins. Uh, wow. 267. Yeah, uh, two Coach of the Buchanan. most like decorated programs in the last decade. And Coach uh, Coach Herring, and you talk about doing it at different levels between 5A and 2A. Both of them sitting at 267 wins. Jimmy Thompson, now at Dawson, is at 251 wins. Uh, he's right there uh, checking in at 8th. Uh, Mark Kiroff, who of course led Fall State to a state championship game uh, last year. His win over Mart in the semifinal was his 250th career win. Sitting at 250. And then Jerry Bomar at Grosbeck is at 245. If you're interested 
interested, right on the outside looking in, is Jerry Burkhardt at Richland Springs. Who I believe is at two. He might be at two forty-four. He might be like yeah. be one win behind uh, Jerry Pomar. Uh, and then it's Gary Joseph at two forty-one. Uh, from of course from Katie Richard Barrett two thirty-nine. Uh, Sam Harrell uh, is at two hundred twenty-six. Uh, and then Todd Rogers at at, uh, at Argyle at two twenty-one, and so on and so forth. So that's that's kind of the new list of the most career victories among active coaches. Uh, a, a chance at a few different of the uh, of the milestones this year. A, a cool little personal thing, I guess, for for just literally me here. But um, I did the interview with Coach Allen immediately after he got his 400th win, mm-hmm. and I also did the interview with Coach Samples immediately after he got wow. his 300th win. So that's a cool little cool little nugget. Are you going to go to Dallas Christian's third game of the year? Uh, might have to so. might have to send might you out have there. To do I mean, that. you're pretty much magic. I was going to say I'm missing Coach uh, Denny Faith, but I have interviewed him before. And, and so, <laughs> and so there you go. That's a, that's a, what the the new active list looks like. Obviously, with some shakeup at the top and some some guys dropping off because of their retirement, uh, no longer active. But that didn't stop there. No, I wanted to come up with something much much dumber. Okay. And by dumber, I mean, everyone talks about the most wins. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. But that what also about... doesn't mean like the percentage-wise. No, absolutely not. That You know, Phil Danaher had a fantastic career at 490, 490 games. Mm-hmm. But like, I believe he also lost like, uh, uh, you know, 220 games. Yeah. 200, 215 games around that. I don't have the numbers in front of me. Which is still an unbelievable Maybe percentage of wins. But, I mean, he's yeah, got an unbelievable still a lot of percentage games. <laughs> and stuff like that. You know, he's coached a lot of games. It's, it's just a measure of longevity. Mm-hmm. And so like that. So I want to look at this. This is the active list of the coaches with the fewest career losses. Okay? Now, obviously, there's a couple of guys here, most of one guy at the top, who has done it for multiple years. Mm -hmm. Daniel Boddicker at Shiner is 42-1. and That is insane. And his one loss, by the way, Mm -hmm. is that crazy kind of multiple onside kick Gay, a loss to Refurio in a regional final. What was it? Was that in 2019? Ago. 2019. Yeah, like it, it was like 45 to 42 or something. Yeah. It was insane. His one loss on the uh, on his career, 42 and one. He's got the <laughs> fewest losses along with the most wins. Next up are are a bunch of guys who are coming off one one year. Okay, <laughs> Brad Willard to Mount Vernon mm-hmm. went 14 and one, which was Legend crazy. State semifinal. He's got 14 and one record, the fewest losses. The only other active coach with one loss is Giovanni Gonzalez's Carrizo Springs. And talk about something that flies under the radar. For sure. (laughs) For sure. He was sparked a huge turnaround there uh, at at, at Carrizo. Then you get into guys with two wins. And these are the only four uh, active coaches uh, with two career losses. Ben Bittner at Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial uh, led led them to a 12-2 record. Clint Fuller out there at Kilgore led the Bulldogs to an 11-2 record. Moses Patterson down in the Rio Grande Valley led McAllen Memorial to an 11-2 record. And then Leon Paul at Lancaster went 10-2 in his first year there uh, with Weibo. Um, and and I thought this was interesting. Now, I did this last year. Uh, I pulled up, I had all the data. Let me see if I can pull it up right now. I had all the data, all the all-time coach data among Texas high school football coaches. And, and before last, before this coming year, or this past year in 2021, uh, there were a grand total of uh, one or uh, thirteen thousand four hundred and sixty-six coaches who had coached in Texas, coached a game in Texas high school football, and among them, I believe there there are a handful who do not have a loss. 
Basically, they had one. Now, almost all of them, in fact, not almost all of them, all of them are very old timey coaches. Mm -hmm. Like, we're talking coaches in like the 19 teens who Oof. like coached for one year. They went like seven and oh, and then he <laughs> went off to war. Yeah. You know, like. I do remember, I remember that segment last yeah, year. Yeah, there were a number of coaches there who, who, uh, who had their, in fact, there are a grand total of. Uh, 48, 48 coaches who, who have never lost a game. But like some of these guys uh, in, in our database, they're just known as like Professor Grimes. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Coach Hayes. Um, Nelson O. Pope has never lost a game. Congratulations to him. The only coach, the winningest coach <laughs> as far as never losing a game is Frank Flack, who is 9-0 and all time. I'm going to find Coach Flack. Where did Coach Flack coach? We're, I'm going to look this, this up This would be such a good troll if you like... If you were Steph Frank or Flack <laughs> was the head coach at Menard in 1922. He went 9-0 and goes... Done. That's what I'm saying. Like, I need – we need Step to do that. We need Step to get a head coaching job. Just go, you know, eight and eight – and, well, I guess, yeah, nine and oh, and just be done. Yeah. That's it. Call uh, it quits. And he's like, okay, I'm back to writing. Yeah. Uh, there is, by the way, if you're interested, the, the coach with the most losses in Texas high school football history is Rufus Hyde. Ooh. Rufus Hyde – let me find this. Uh, Rufus Hyde uh, – Hyde – was the coach at North Dallas from 1941 to 1970. Uh, he rang up a career record of 110 and 217 over the course of 36 years. That is the most losses uh, in, in, in a Texas high school football career uh, is, uh, is, is with Coach Hyde. Uh, yeah, so anyway, the fewest <laughs> career losses. Congratulations to Daniel Boddicker of yeah. Shiner, who is rocking a 42-1 and one, uh, winning percentage. My guess is that if you were to put a minimum of like multiple seasons on it, he's the winningest coach in Texas high school football history from like a percentage perspective. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gotta be. There's, right? I would be baffled if not. I don't think there's any way around it. Mm -mm. Anyway, there's Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. We're at Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. This is our subscription package. Two magazines, including our 2022 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football mail to you before it hits newsstands if you go to textable.com slash subscribe uh makes a great gift as well father's day is rapidly approaching so texasfootball.com slash subscribe for the dad or father figure in your life textable.com slash subscribe pickle did you know that 35 percent of college athletes quit their sport or transfer schools by the end of their sophomore year that's because most high school athletes only consider athletics when picking a college they skip over the mo other important factors like college major uh, location, scholarships, long-term goals, etc. With so much to consider, how do you make sure you're choosing the right school? That's where Athletes to Athletes comes in. Athletes to Athletes is a college counseling program built specifically for student-athletes and their families. They provide a holistic approach to help you find the college program that best fits all of your needs, both on and on the field. Do me a favor. Go to athletes2athletes.com slash DC today and schedule your free info session to see how they can help you find the best college program for you. That's athletes2athletes.com slash DC for our friends at athletes to athletes. It's athletes to athletes.com, I should say. It's not like the number. 
yeah, sometimes you see that. Good to. I don't know. Point out. It, it is. Like, what if our address was texasfootball.com, but the but the O's were zeros? That would be cruel and unusual, and we It'd would like, not give this, any where emails. Is, where's <laughs> dumb magazine? Pickle, let's go to the hotline. Let's go down to Coriel County and talk with the new head coach of the Copperas Cove Bulldogs with a W. It is Coach Tony Johnson. Coach, how are you, sir? I am well, sir. How are you? I'm excellent. I figured you would have a little bit of energy today, uh, <laughs> considering considering every conversation we've ever had. Um, first and foremost, Coach, congratulations on the new job down there at, at, at Copper's Cove. I know you're settling in uh, down there. Uh, I'm, I'm interested in what drew you to the job there at Copper's Cove. You had a good thing going there at WT White. A lot of coaches would would say, ah, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm comfortable here. I'm, I'm building something. What was it about Copper's Cove that really drew you there? Well, a couple of things. You know, number one, it's a one-horse town, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of a, a thing as a coach. You're looking for that one-horse town where you don't have to worry about your kids uh, walking out the door so so often as maybe they would in a uh, more urban metro area, if you will. Uh, it still happens, but that was one thing that drew me here. The second thing was I used to recruit this school when I was coaching college football at various stops. And there's kids here. There's talent here. And while it may have fallen on hard times in people's opinion and, and in the in the news, you know, it's got potential. And so for me, I love rebuilding. Uh, pretty much every head job I've had but one have been rebuilders. And so what a great opportunity to come to Central Texas and try your hand at rebuilding again. And, and I want to go back. You mentioned you're, you're a builder. You, you, you did that at, at WT White here in the Dallas area, you know, taking them to back-to-back playoff appearances for the first time. In, in 40 years, uh, you know, doing something that had been really hard to do. Um, when you look back on what you were able to do and how you were able to build that, you know, over the course of four seasons to get them from from really down in the dumps to, to back-to-back playoff appearances, what do you think were the what, what do you think was the biggest key to getting the getting that program on the right track? Well, for me, I know it's a buzzword, but everybody says it but we really build it we talked about culture we came in with a program called the commitment continuum we believe that in life you're either compelled or you're reluctant you're, you fall on one spectrum and so we preached that every day to our kids through a series of lessons that we talked about that were outside of lifting weights or outside of x's and o's and we preached it and preached it and then i got lucky i hired some really good coaches i had two guys from cedar hill staff guy from frisco lone star staff they were looking for promotions and a chance to prove themselves and then I had a, a guy that came that worked with me at Duncanville. So, you know, we ended up having five or six guys on our staff that were coming from what I would call elite programs and they had an elite mindset. And so for me, it was surrounding myself with guys that could push me from the uh, coaching side. And then you've got to get the kids to believe it. And so, you know, when you, they were, I think one in 19 when we got there and then it was just in, implementing that culture having our non-negotiable standards, pushing our kids to reach that, and then realizing that it's going to take a hands-on approach, kid by kid, every step of the way. And that's what we did. It's tiring. It's exhausting. uh, But the reward is exactly what you just said. You know, back-to-back, first time in 40 years, most points scored in school history. And to our coaches' credit and our kids' credit, we've kind of made it a a destination job, if you will, uh, at WT. And 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 I imagine you know you're you're taking over a Copper's Cove program that uh, I think you know it is is a program obviously has a, a ton of great history and a ton of great pedigree, but the past few years have been tough. I have to imagine that that you feel like what you did at at WT 
is possible to to carry over and take those ta- the, the, that same kind of standard and and install it there at, at Cove? Is that, is that a fair assessment? Absolutely, one hundred percent. You've got the same type of kid for the most part, but it's also if I am trying to find the right words to describe this, it's also a little bit different. These kids. Are, are still yes sir no sir very hungry uh, very much involved in athletics all, they play multiple sports it's that small town yet it's a little bit bigger than a small town but it's still got that small town flavor and mindset that we do everything and, and we enjoy sports and we enjoy our community and I like that about our kids uh, talk with Tony Johnson the new head coach of the Coppers Cove Bulldogs here on Texas football today getting involved the conversation hashtag TF today so coach you got you got hired back in February I know you've you've, you've had an opportunity to, to work with these guys throughout the course of the spring and, and things like that when when you first talked with your team there at at Cove uh, you you know you're a guy who, who they'd never met before uh, what, how did you introduce yourself what was your message to them the first time that you spoke with your your new guys well, most importantly, I just told them that I loved them and I cared about them and that it was going to be okay, um, that it was going to be hard, and that they were going to stick with it, that you know, they'd walk out of here uh, feeling better than they have the last three years. And we, we talked about that. And then we, you know, we have an acronym that we believe in that obviously uh, is, is similar to what we did at WT White. It's our DOGS acronym, and we talked about those things ad, ad nauseum, and we still do, discipline, accountability, work, grit, and sacrifice. And then we go over those words every day, and we – we show how those words are going to be part of our daily work, whether it's in the weight room, whether it's on the field. And we just we, we feel like we don't have to chew kids out, scream at kids, go nuts on kids, lose our mind on kids when they misbehave or overreact with them. Either you're compelled or you're reluctant. Right now you're being one or the other. And then within that spectrum, you either have discipline, accountability, work, grit, and sacrifice. And so we continue to preach that. And eventually what happens, Greg, is it, it may not rear its, itself so much the first year, but it starts to year two. And then it starts to really show in year three. And that's when you can take off. And, and, and literally, I two previous jobs to coming here. That's kind of the mindset and the model we followed. Uh, Tony Johnson, Coppers Cove, joins us here. Uh, Coach, you've, you've had an opportunity to get to know your guys and see them work and and, and, and see them, you know, um, you know, on the hoof. When you take a look at the roster that you're taking over and you take a look even just specifically about your 2022 team, do you have a feeling quite yet on on where this team is going to hang their hat, what, the, what this team is going to be about? Well, to us, we want to be sound everywhere on the field. We want to eliminate what I watched. I watched every game from a year ago. Mishandled snaps, kids not finishing plays, kids not running to the ball, little effort things, as I call them, Um, behavior on the sideline during the games when kids weren't in, the feeling of when something bad happens in the game, all the heads on the sideline went down and it was, oh, no, here we go again. So for me, I've seen that movie before. I know what that looks like. So we talk about it. Right. And so for us, we're trying to show that, you know, like I said today to the kids in athletics. I should hear everybody walk out of the stadium tonight saying what a much better behaved, better disciplined football team that we have tonight, regardless of what happens on the field. Those are the wins for me that I'm looking for tonight. We know we play an incredibly great district. We know who the top dogs are. We know that there's great coaches in here and we're ready to, you know, to test ourselves against them. And we know there'll be bumps in the road, but if I can get those little things, those I tell the kids, I don't coach effort. If I have to coach effort, we're in trouble. So that's what we're looking for. When you ask me what I'm seeing in our kids, 
I see a hungry group of kids that want to be coached, that want to be loved, that want to be shown that it's okay to, to compete and it's okay to battle, regardless of winning or losing. So that's kind of what I see and what I'm looking for early on in our kids. Now, do we have some good players? we got a phenomenal sophomore class. Mm. Um, and then we've got, a, I hate to say this because people say this and I used to laugh at them, but it's true. We've got a great eighth grade incoming ninth grade mm. class. There's over a hundred of them. So um, to me, you've got a bright future, but we've got older kids too that are going to be seniors. And they're some of the hardest working kids I've ever been around. They've just, uh, you know, they've struggled. And you know, as well as I do, when, you, when losing is habitual and when you lose, and, and I tell this too, it's not coaches that lose all the time. It's coaches, players, community, administration. We all wear that 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 L. We all wear that L. And when other places get it twisted, that's when bad things happen. But we are all in this together. It takes more than coaches to go 0 in tandem or 1 and 9. It takes an, a group effort to lose just like it takes a group effort to win. Um and then you, you mentioned it. It's it's not like you're you're gonna get to ease into the season. Uh, you know, not only are you uh, playing a, a tough non-district schedule with, with teams like Georgetown and Maynard and, and Eastview, etc., uh, but then you get uh, the treat of twelfth district twelve six A. Uh, you, you you know you get to, to tussle with the Temples and the and, and the Hewitt Midways and the, and the powerhouses there, killing Harker Heights, Flickerville Weiss, who was so good last year, uh, etc. This is a program we mentioned that that's been a little bit down recently. How do you approach such a tough district when you are in the middle of let's let's call it a rebuild? Well, I think you again you hang your hat on on your culture, you hang your hat on what you believe in, and you fight for it. And the adults in the room have to fight for it because they have to be the mature ones. And so when you go into those games where it seems undaunted, and, and you know my my career, you know I battled Duncan for the first two years. Mm-hmm. It's a place I worked. It's a place that's a dynasty. And W.T. White, we had to get on the bus and go play Duncanville. We had to get on the bus and go play Lake Highlands. And so for us, we're going to get on the bus. And that's what we're, we, we tell the kids. The schedule's out. We know who, who they are. We know how good they are. But that's why you play this game. And that's what you challenge yourself with is you, you got to get on the bus and you got to go play. And so we're trying to build our kids a tremendous amount of confidence, um, slow down things so that they can comprehend and, and take it from the basics beginnings. And But we, we, we make no mistake about it. You know, Greg, we know that we're dealing with a tough district. But I like I told someone the other day, um, I've, I've schemed Duncanville. I've schemed Cedar Hill when I was at South Grand Prairie. Um, we will we'll line up and we'll go play and, and we'll let the chips fall where they fall. One last question for Tony Johnson at Copper's Cove here on Texas Football Today. Coach, I want to ask you about your um, your boss. Uh, Kerry Lowry was, uh, I believe, the same day or the same week that you were hired. You got uh, they, they promoted um, Kerry Lowry to be the athletic director. Now, Kerry Lowry, for those who don't know, is the 12th winningest volleyball coach in Texas high school football history. My question for you, you feel you can feel that pressure from your boss because it sounds like your boss doesn't like to lose. I got to be honest, man. You deal with a, <laughs> deal with a high achieving boss there. I mean, Pickle's got it easy. I'm her boss, so it's like you know the the, the, the standard's pretty pretty low. But for you, you know, your boss is one of the greatest volleyball coaches in state history. That's uh, that sounds pretty daunting. No, I think when you try to hang out with winners, that stuff rubs off on you, right? So. <laughs> No, I'm not. You know, here's the thing. I'm, I'm not afraid to put myself around other people. Everybody has a little bit of ego. They're lying if they tell you they don't. But um, I don't feel like I have something to prove to her. She's done a phenomenal job on the girl's side. And, and to be honest with you, in our conversations, because we meet weekly, is, you know, Coach, I really want to see this is her. I really want to see the boys' side 
achieve again. I want those days where we were both winning. So from that standpoint, she's a huge asset. Uh, he's Tony Johnson. He's the new head coach of the Coppers Cove Bulldogs. Uh, coach, really appreciate your time. Congratulations again on the new gig. We're so excited to see what you do down there with Cove. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, guys. Absolutely. There he goes, Tony Johnson, new head coach of the Coppers Cove Bulldogs. Join us here on Texas Football today. we got to get that guy a podcast or something. Yeah. Oh, no. He's all energy. He's all energy. Um, yeah, I was excited when you booked him. I was like, yeah, I've been wanting to talk to him. And this is, you know, he's, he's right. You know, this is, you go back to the Jack Welch days. I mean, this Copper's Cove was a powerhouse. Oh, yeah. A powerhouse. I mean, Robert Griffin III, of course, mm-hmm. uh, is from Copper's Cove. In everything, too. That's an athletic department mm-hmm. that is underratedly runs deep. Like, we used to play them all the time in basketball. And that was, that was a daunting thing to look down at your schedule and go, oh, gosh, we've got Copper's Cove coming yeah. up. You no, know? it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, athletic program that is used to achieving Mm -hmm. and in the past couple of years has been um you know uh what's what uncharacteristic Mm -hmm. it's been uncharacteristic and so coach johnson to come in and i think that that's why it's a bit of an inspired hire to get a guy and i think there may have been people who are like man you're hiring a guy from dallas isd like what you know to to Mm -hmm. go and take over this program but i think that they understand what it's going to take <laughs> that it's a build you know yeah. what i mean and this is a builder he's he's he did it there at wt white and did did something that they haven't been able to do in my lifetime mm-hmm. and and now he's going to get an opportunity to do that do it down there at cove uh tough district but you know uh iron sharpens iron yep. stuff like that so excited to see what coach johnson does down there at uh at cove we appreciate his time let's go over to ashley pickle for america's second favorite segment final thoughts we have to talk about the most important thing at least this year, maybe ever, to end up on TexasFootball.com. And that's mm. an article that Mike Craven wrote this morning. Mike Craven wrote an article on TexasFootball.com. I'm just going to read the, the headline, if, okay. you, if you would. Yeah, please, um, please alert this the was, this was a, this was a There's a team effort. Uh, there, there was multiple, uh, over the course of days, there was, a, there was discussion uh, about this. Um, Craven was the, the mastermind behind Craven it. Was Craven was the mastermind. Craven wrote it. Credit but give due. a lot of credit to Ish, who yes. was a special advisor on this article. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Joseph Cook, I believe, as well was a special advisor uh, on this article uh, but the, the the headline is um, uh, uh, Joey McGuire as Rick Flair Sark as Jeff Hardy imagining Texas FBS coaches as professional wrestlers uh, imagining Texas FBS's coaches as professional wrestling personalities after Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher publicly feud uh, go to texasfootball.com and read this you will not regret this, it there's pictures too if you're a honest, picture person an important piece of journalism this is this this is not even just capital j journalism i think this is all caps all caps journalism you know important journalism yeah take the time today to go to texasfootball.com and read mike craven's piece on imagining texas fbs coaches as professional wrestlers you will not regret it you won't regret it it's an important important read as a citizen as a citizen i think it's important if your wife's yelling at you for being on your phone say Honey, this is this is important. This is the most important the Republic, thing I've read. The Republic of football is at stake. Mm-hmm. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Tony Johnson of Coppers Cove for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Mm-hmm.